What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Higher Being Society podcast. Of course, you already know I'm your host, Brie Renee, and I'm really excited to get into today's episode. Today's topic is going to be God's plan versus manifestation. to have this conversation because it was during the pandemic um I just started asking myself all these questions like am I really manifesting this or what if God already had this in his plan for me am I taking too much credit for things that God already you know planned out way before I was even born or do I actually have an active part in manifesting my life or the things that I want and so I got two very special guests coming on today my first guest is the manifestation queen herself you are <laughs> know one of my great friends B. Simone the comedian and actress yes baby yeah hi Bray. I'm so proud of you and this podcast is so cool I love higher beings Thank you, girl. Thank you, baby girl. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> B. Simone, tell us a little bit about who you are and what manifestation means to you. Yeah, you know what? It's crazy that we're having this topic because I literally saw on Instagram um, on, it was a meme or something that said, see, uh, we're different. I believe in God. Y'all believe in manifestation. To me, it is the same damn thing. Though in the word, I, I was raised Christian and um, I'm more spiritual than religious, you know, I don't really, you know, dig too deep into religion, 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 but to me in the word, it says there's power in the tongue. That's all manifestation is speaking and believing and focusing on what you want. It's not like I'm sitting here worshiping, a, a, you know, a, a statue and I'm manifesting through spirits or it, I literally the manifestation to me is, um, power in the tongue that's it like it's in the word and God gives you you said is manifestation or is it God's plan like God gives you freedom of choice you know just with anything he gives you free will so he says your tongue is powerful so whatever you are speaking over to your life whatever you believe whatever you know you are manifesting that is how your life will will plan out and roll out so I believe it goes hand in hand I don't think it's like a new religion or you know so I, I think it's hand in hand with how I was raised and I was raised Christian what do you think the first thing is that you noticed you manifested I'm sure we probably manifested things in our life before yeah. we just knew what manifestation was but what was the first thing you was like dang I think I, I willed that into my life noticed Ooh. probably when I said I wanted to do arenas I was like, I am not doing, um, I am not doing comedy clubs anymore. Only like, I, of course, I still on tour. I do comedy clubs. I was like, I'm not only doing comedy clubs in 2020. Um, I mean, 2019, I will be in arenas. That, and then I got called for the Martin tour. And another cool thing with, with my manifestation, I posted um, Jada Pinkett. I was like, um, I will work with Jada Pinkett. Y'all tag her below. She didn't even see the post. Like still to this day, didn't see it because I ended up archiving it after two weeks later after I posted that I got the call to host Will Smith's birthday so it was just like putting that energy out speaking it over your life and you start to see the blessings slowly flowing in and happening yeah 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 and I remember being a part of your life when you were like I really want to work with Will, Will and Jada and then it like, happened what? so quick do you so think, quick do you think there is being that it happened so fast do you feel like there is a 
a time frame or like a way uh, a formula to manifesting things like for I, sure I think there is a formula but I don't think there's a time frame okay. I think it's just literally manifestation to me is having faith that's literally it so speaking it, it, like you said it's in the word speak there's power in the tongue having faith you put that together you speak and believe that's manifesting. It's very, very simple. You know, um, I think the formula is starting with your mindset, having a positive mindset, speaking positive things over your life. Energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be transferred, you know? And so whatever you say, it's out there. It's not like those words just magically go away. Like it's out there and it's, it's energy you're putting out. So you want to um, make sure you're positive. You make sure you're positive, speaking positive things over your life. It's just like daily affirmations and you know, it slowly starts to come become your reality. Right. Okay. So on that note, we're gonna take a break. I of course y'all already know I went out into these ATL streets at the mall and holiday y'all. And I asked y'all what is manifestation to y'all? What do you think manifesting is and how do you go about it? So we're gonna play some of them clips because you're gonna be laughing at some of these answers. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey y'all, I'm standing here with Queen Danielle and I want to ask you what does manifestation mean to you? Basically putting out what you want to do and trying to accomplish what you want to do. Like, what? Keep saying it that you'll believe it pretty much. Okay, what's the last thing you've manifested? Good grades. Okay, that's a good thing. Congratulations, girl. Thank you. I was about to high five you, but you know, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, y'all? You already know I'm here with my phone. Wow. What's up, wow? What's up? So what does manifestation mean to you? Like growth. Like, and then speaking shit into existence, like, you know, it can manifest. How some niggas be around here capping, like, they're doing a lot of shit on the internet that they're not. But then you end up looking, turning into some shit sometimes. So you manifest. They manifest in the yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See where you was going. You know, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. That's so what, manifest. That, that's what fake it till you make it really came from. Manifesting. I see where you going with that. All right, guys, so we are back. And, of course, I told y'all we had two special guests today. So I had to bring on my homie. Uh, also, one of B. Simone's great friends. So we've had conversations like this before. And I, her name is Megan. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. But I wanted to bring her on because when I tell you Megan always got a word, it always got not only a <laughs> word, but a Bible scripture to go with it. And Corinthians. To back it up. Yeah. So I had to bring her on to give us more of a, a aspect from the Bible as well as her being, I would say, I'm a Christian too, but I feel like Megan is deeper in her journey as a Christian than I am. So maybe she can give us some insight. So Megan, hey girl. Hey, hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Bree, for um, inviting me. I'm like super stoked. I love conversations like this. And it's conversations we have when we're together all the time, right? So mm -hmm. I'm super excited yeah. to be a part. Yeah, and just for our audience out there, just know there is no right or wrong answer. These are just our opinions and viewpoints. So don't be like, nobody claiming to be a pastor or, right. you know, any of these things. But we're just giving you from our journey, our experiences, things that we've learned along the way. So mm -hmm. Megan, of course, uh, I got to ask you, what do you, what does manifestation mean to you? What does that look like? Man, um, manifestation, what does that mean to me? What does that look like to me? Um, it's really aligning, um, myself with God's plan and purpose for my life and in submitting my yes to him. I think that's the season where I'm at right now, where man, where that's what manifestation looks like to me is submitting my yes to God 
And then when I do that, and I'm doing that with intention every single day, um, I get to see all the all the beautiful things that he has for me um, mm. come to life. And it starts by submitting my yes to him. So that's kind of what that looks like for me right now. That's mm. powerful, submitting your yes to him. Like that's, that's letting God know you have full reign over my life. Yes. Will. So you are incorporating his plan in that submission. Like, hey, God, yep. you got a plan for me. And I'm letting you know I'm completely okay with that plan. And yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mainly, you know, you relinquishing your say-so, your will, right? Your ideas of what you want and saying, you know what, God, you know, you know what's best. Like his word says that before he formed us in, in our mother's womb, he knew us, right? So before we were ever even a thing, he already knew and had purpose and plans and desires for our lives. And, and when you submit your yes to him, you're saying, I fully trust you. Whatever you have planned, I trust you and I don't have to, I don't have to be worried about it. Um, and I think that's, that's the main thing and making that decision every single day is, um, and practicing that every day and submitting that yes, every single day. That's important. Mm. Do you guys think that, so God has the plan for us, right? Before we were even formed in our mother's womb. Do you think that our desires might change the course of our path as far as either in our choice making or in God's like, do you think God ever changes the plan? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, was saying, I think the plan stays uh, the same. It's just God gives us free will. We can go off the plan. We can get distracted. We can become of the world. We can, you know, the enemy got a plan too. So let's not forget that. You know, there is, it's like there's good and bad. There's negative, positive. There's, you know, so, you know, I think God's plan stays the same for us, but it's, we're trying to figure it out. You know, as we're going on this path, he already knows, but mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to figure out the purpose the plan and get on the right path and the right you know track with him so I don't yeah. think his plan changes but I do think we have you know free will and we'd be fucking it up <laughs> you know, out here just like God is like that is not the plan and right. you're like okay I, but I'm giving you free will so go on you're gonna learn you know yeah I think um be to piggyback off on that I really realized this in the shower like the other day I was like I feel like there are, it's just like an acting. So we learned this in acting class. There are no right or wrong choices, just more effective ones. So mm, with mm. God's plan, like you said, it probably, it, I don't think his plan or the end result changes. It's just, he gives us the free will to be like, do you want to take row A or do you want to take row B? And, and row A might be an easier row, right? But we yes. something down row B and we'll be like, okay, no, I want to go down B. It's like, all right, you might still get to that, the end result but it was that the most effective what yeah. right that's for everybody involved in your you know surroundings and certain like that you yeah. know things like that what do you think I, I think um it was funny because one day I was driving this was when I lived in Ohio and I, I believe God impressed this on my heart really strong um I was driving somewhere and I needed directions right but the way that I was going was the same way that I go that I went every day for work. And so because I was just in that habit, I missed an exit because I wasn't paying attention to my, my directions, right? And so the directions, you know how it changes your route. Now it has to adjust to get you to your destination. And I believe it's the same way with God. It's like, if you take your eye off of 
your directions, right? You'll miss an exit, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to get to your destination. It might add, it might tag on a minute. It might take you a different route. It might be harder. On a different road, but it's still going to get you to your destination. And I believe that God ultimately has an end result for us. He has an ultimate plan. And wow. if we're not careful, sometimes we will delay that if we go off route. You know what I'm saying? He probably has a route in his head. Like this is what this is supposed to look like. But if we're, you know, we have free will. So we might turn left when we should have turned right. Doesn't mean that you're not going to get to your destination. It just means that you took maybe a different path. And there's a hundred different ways to get to Linux Mall, right? You can right, get right. to Linux Mall a hundred different ways. It doesn't mean that you can't get there. It just means that you right. might take a different route. Right. So B, you have um, coined yourself the manifestation queen and you went through a lot uh, with your book and releasing your book on how you manifested everything. How did that come about? Like the idea that you like, hey, I have manifested this. Maybe I am the manifestation queen and how you incorporated that with your brand. Well, what started with me with manifestation and even saying the word manifest, I didn't even know I feel like I've been doing it my whole life, like just being positive and saying things. And I want to do this. You know, you naturally do it when you're trying to be positive. I didn't know what I was doing. The book, The Secret, like um, the, it was a book and a documentary that I watched. And it was just really like basically like focusing, like you said, um, uh, to me, manifestation is the same thing as having faith and power in the tongue. That's literally what manifestation is. There's power in the tongue, have faith, put those together, you're manifesting. So um, when I watched the documentary the secret I was like I really started to understand and like hone in on how powerful my words and my thoughts were and just the energy I put out and I used you know I started manifesting certain things like becoming a millionaire or just different goals that I really focused on and honed in on and spoke over and wrote down and it's really just focus you know and I was like this is like crazy you know and I wanted to tell my story about it so I had like different um, chapters, manifestation after the heartbreak, like how to, how I got through that and manifestation, your finances and, you know, just what I, what worked for me in those certain categories. So yeah, I just shared that. Okay. How was your experience? I know you was like a lot of backlash from your book, but after doing yeah. that, um, cause sometimes we be having the best intention in the world. <laughs> to help people or share our journey, like you said, Ooh, to yeah. somebody else to be like, hey, if I did it, you can do it. Here's yeah. what I did. You know, um, after you having the, as your friend, I know that was like your intention going into it. And there yeah. was a lot of like negative backlash. Like how did that make you feel about manifesting in a whole or even sharing that with people? You know what? I didn't look at it at that. Like, I don't, think it had anything to do with like manifesting or like oh my god I did I did this wrong I manifest I didn't manifest this <laughs> you know that's crazy what I was over there praying about but I think I learned after when you're in the storm you don't know what the fuck is going on I was so sad I was so upset and I felt like I was giving people like a part of me and people didn't trust me anymore that's really what broke my heart like you talking all this and you didn't even write the book it's like let me explain what happened, you know, but outside of that, I think just um, when you're in the storm, you're super upset, you're super sad. But now fast forward almost a year and a half later, I'm like, I see you God. I understand why moments like that had to happen. He removed people out of my life. He, he, he pushed me into a better businesswoman, a better entrepreneur, slow down, you know, it's like checking your work, like slow down. Like everything is not a rush. Everything is not a quick dollar. Everything is not 
um, you know, when you want to have longevity, you can take your time and, and do certain things the right way. I learned so much throughout that devastation because I was devastated. Megan always tells the story that I will never forget, like, just how I felt in that moment. You know, at first she didn't even know it was that bad. But I was devastated. Like, mm -hmm. it was horrible. But fast forward to now, I get why that had to happen, you know, to remove people, to wake me up, to push me into being a better, a better entrepreneur, businesswoman, and making better decisions as an adult, you know, as a CEO. So um, I don't think it messed up at all. And I think certain things we do, we do manifest unintentionally, even the negative things like, um, for example, oh, he, he always lied, he always cheated. Well, you're always saying that. <laughs> you a nothing ass nigga. You're a liar. You're a cheat. All men ain't shit. Niggas yeah. ain't shit. Right. It's like you're you're bringing that up on your life. Like watch your mouth. And sometimes our thoughts are negative. You know, you just don't want them to outweigh the positive. So I don't I don't regret that experience at all. Honestly, I don't. Right. Megan, you were on her team at that time. And of course, being one of her best friends, what was that like for you to witness um, one the, the the backlash? from on social media but even being as a member you know on the inside as a team member like yeah. how did you feel going through that? um you know in moments like that if you if if you are a friend of mine or you've been around me you know how very protective I am I'm extremely protective over the people that I love and I'm very um like I'm a fierce protector. So all I wanted to do was fight every single person in the shade room comments. Like, <laughs> Pull up, I'm gonna fight you. Like, it wasn't even like, it was just like, I'm gonna fight you. Like, I'm gonna fight all of you and <laughs> I don't care. I don't like, y'all don't know her. So it was like very hard to not respond to every person that said something, right? That was very, very hard for me because I don't, I tell Braylon all the time, like, Maybe I, don't, like I don't do this internet shit. I don't like, do this internet stuff. I don't do the social media stuff. I don't do that. I'm a real person and I don't have a filter like that. So it was very hard not to, um, A, that was very hard, but the, the heart, the, the hardest thing on me was, um, she called me one day and I just cannot get this sound in that tone out of my head. But she was just like, I don't want to open my eyes. Like, I just don't want to open my eyes. Like, I'm scared if I open my eyes, I'm gonna have to go through something else again. And I was all one thing Ohio. after another. Yeah. And I'm, I, I couldn't do anything about it. And I'm not a per, I'm a mother. So I'm a fixer naturally, right? I just fix it. Whatever has to be done, I do it. And I couldn't fix that. And that was hard. It was like, you know, forget the whatever, forget all the other stuff. I could not fix her brokenness. And that was hard for me. I couldn't physically be there. We were in the middle of COVID, you know, everyone was quarantined. And that was just really hard, especially because I've known Braylon since we were 12 and she's never a person that has ever been in a dark space. You know what I mean? She's always mm. positive. She's always the life of the party. She literally exudes light when she walks into a room. And so to see that be dimmed and to see that be tainted um, was very hard. I couldn't fix it. And that was hard for me. Mm. So with all that, and you mentioned something really important to be about how we, it's so much power in our tongue, no matter what we're going through, whether yeah. it's positive or negative during that time, how do you feel like you um, 
actively were manifesting to come up out of the situation Mm. because there's some people out there that might be in a similar dark space now and feeling like like Megan said how you told her like I don't even want to open my eyes or I I can't face this or I I don't see how I can Mm -hmm. what are some things that you can tell people to do in that moment that can help yeah to bring them out of that it was two things um the people I had around me, Megan talks about this all the time. We talk about village a lot. I will never forget these words Megan said to me because I was so, it was my first time being crushed on the internet. I was always the black comedian, the funny girl. On the if you talking about funny black comedy, you gonna mention B. Simone. I'm, you know, we're the first generation millennials to do this shit. So it's like, I was just always loved. And of course you had the 2% haters, but who cares when 98% is positive. Yeah. it flipped 98 percent was negative <laughs> in a matter of seconds and I had never felt that before and it was like Megan was like the truth is the truth the truth is they don't know you the truth is that you're not a plagiarist the truth is she just listed all of these truths and I was like it doesn't matter what they think I know me and, and stop putting your success or your happiness in the hands of man what do you think about you what does God think about you that's what the internet thinks like are you living righteously are you doing the best you can and I was like you know what my heart is pure so that kept me right in a right mindset mindset like okay I know who I am and Megan listing those truths and also man every day this is temporary that I, I will never forget me saying that to myself over and yep. over and literally I told myself every day this is temporary this is yep. temporary this is temporary those are things that she said out of her mouth like I never she never ended a conversation negative it was never like I like it was always but this is gonna end but this yeah. is gonna, oh yeah you know what I mean and I think it's very very important and going back to being intentional even with your words, you know, even when you're in a situation that feels like a storm that you can't get out of, you have to speak life into that situation and saying that no matter what, it's going to be okay. God has it covered because before I was even formed in my mother's womb, he already saw this. Like it's not a surprise for God. We have to have trust and faith that no matter what, he already knew that this was going to happen. And he's going to see me through just like he's seen me through every single thing else. You know what I mean? And I truly believe it. People yeah. really don't believe they're going to make it out of those moments, out of that divorce, out of that miscarriage, out of that disease, out of that sickness, out of that. You, I believed it. I was like, this is temporary. I don't know when. I don't know how this is going to be over. I'm getting sued, lost, left, and like whatever. I don't need to know. I don't need to see the whole path. I just know the end result. This is going to be over one day. So I'm focusing on the ending the happy ending i'm not focusing on the negative path yeah i think that's key with manifesting too um and bringing it forward whether it's something positive or trying to get yourself out of a negative situation you sometimes we get so caught up worrying about how and that's the go back to your faith the point of manifestation actually being faith it's like I have this desire in my heart, whether it's to get out of this situation, um, to be happier again, or to reach a goal of million dollars. This is what my desire is. I don't have to worry about how it's- Focus on the desire. The how is going to come. We talked about this at my house the last time that you guys were here. And we talked about, I was talking about how our physical bodies have a negative response to anxiety and we have a negative response to depression, right? Our bodies 
physically get either, you know, our heart rate increases, our breath increases when we're, we're, we're anxious about something, which means that you're probably trying to place yourself in the future and figure something out in the future that you can't. Or when you're depressed, you know, you're, you're worried about something in the past or you are holding on to something in the past. And the reason why we have a negative reaction to it is because we physically can't be in either place. I cannot be in the future and I can't be in the past. So all I can do is submit my yes now and be intentional now, right now. and know that he has it all figured out. He has, I can't worry about what he has covered in the past and I can't worry about what he has for me in the future. If I trust him, I trust him. And I can't put myself in either place because I'm never meant to be in either place. I'm meant to be where I am. All you have is where you are right now. That's it. And sometimes you have to stop and say, where am I right now? And am I being present and intentional in this moment right now? And when you do that, that will take care of itself. The word, the word of God says that tomorrow will take care of itself. It ain't even, it's not even your business to worry about that. Yeah. It's not your yeah. business. You and just submit your yes to God. Yeah. I love that. I love how you also said like in, in that moment, in those dark times, like you didn't avoid how you were feeling. Like you had a confident, like you said with Megan, like you talked about how you're feeling. You told her how you were feeling, but at the end, like you didn't end on a negative. It's not, we're not saying with manifesting, you can never have negative thoughts or you can never doubt yourself. Yeah. You can never yeah. have fear. Those are all common feelings and it's okay to feel them because you were, we be going through you're shit. You're human, yeah, yeah. You're going to be sad. You're going to have that little bit of anxiety or depression or negative thoughts or whatever, but it can't outweigh. You can't live there, right? Yeah. You It can't outweigh the positive. It's going to yeah. be there. We're human. We we have those moments, but it can't outweigh the your positive. Or yeah, your yeah. Or your faith, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I have a saying too that I always said, and I think I didn't realize how it tied into this, but it's like, I get down, but I don't stay there. So yeah. it's like, yep. I might get down and I and because I'm down right now, I could talk to Megan, I could talk to B about whatever's going on, but I'm not going to stay there. And at the yeah. end of the conversation, like you said, we're going to wheel the positive over our life. We're going to continue yeah. to have faith in that God is going to bring us through it. I think yeah. that's important because sometimes people feel like you can't have one without the other and I and like you said I think it's about that balance working together with it like yeah I'm not ignoring my feelings I'm not ignoring what I'm going through or suppressing it you know I'm addressing it and feeling it but coming out on top one yeah. one thing that scripture that has really been like and like on me the last couple weeks is um is a scripture in Corinthians where it talks about casting down imaginations and taking every thought in captivity to God. Like you have to take every thought that comes in here and make it submit to the word of God. Like I, whatever is going on in here, is it lining up with what my word says? Is yeah. it lining up with what God says about me? And if it doesn't, then we got to adjust some stuff because yeah. every single thought, whether good or bad, has to come into submission to God. And that's a that's a hard thing to do because you have to practice that every single day. You have yeah. to consciously make an effort. To it's a practice. These thoughts have to submit themselves to God. I can't allow these thoughts to just run loose, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can put yourself in a bad situation just allowing your mind to just wander. Wander. You have to like submit those thoughts to God. Oh you my God. You can go down. Oh my God. You can go like, down. I was literally just thinking about chips. Now I'm about to jump. Like, <laughs> where did these thoughts? 
go. go. <laughs> I, oh, I, was, I just said I was hungry. You got a filter. It's just like with the water filter. You know those things where you would put the sink, you the sink water and it yep. has the filter. It, yep. It's like you got to purify those thoughts. You got to filter them through the Take word. Out the bad shit. Yep. And, and that starts with you putting yourself in a position to um, fill yourself up with the right things so that the wrong things don't even have room. I spend time with right every day multiple times a day because if I don't I'm not gonna make it out here what yeah. my, my mind right. my mind isn't gonna allow me to make it out here so I have to constantly fill myself up with the things of God so that nothing else has room to enter in does that make right. sense right. and the things that come out of me because right. they're in me they overflow out of me so everything that I'm doing hopefully it's it's some of that is spilling out do you know what I mean Dude, yeah yeah. Mm. So I, so Megan is a blogger, y'all. And um, go ahead, Megan, shout out your blog real quick. So I have a blog called Significant Pieces. And um, I started it um, really <clears throat> submitting my yes to God. I felt like it was something that I needed to do. Um, and it's kind of just my experience with my son, Caleb, who is um, eight years old. And he was diagnosed with autism when he was two. And then when he was three, he was diagnosed with um, fragile X syndrome which is a dysfunction in the X chromosome that doesn't allow the brain to produce um, the protein it needs for brain development. So um, I started this blog because I wanted to give representation of, of black moms and black families and um, black children. And I don't feel like we always have a voice in, in a lot of things and especially when it comes to children with disabilities. So it kind of just talks about my journey. It's not all, it, and you guys have read it, it's not, if you have, if you don't have children, it's, it still resonates. It really just talks yep. about me. anybody can read it. Yeah, anybody, anybody. Can read it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a good way for me to kind of get it out, get my, my thoughts and feelings out. So, oh, and you talk about submitting your yes to God when you started your blog, do you feel like you manifested it in any way or what did that journey look like? Were you fighting it? Cause I talked about that. Oh one on here how I've had this idea to do higher being and I wanted to talk or have these conversations and I kept putting it off for a year I would start to feel anxious or depressed sometimes and it was like I realized because you aren't doing what I told you to do mm -hmm. yeah yeah it a similar experience with starting significant pieces how did that look for you yeah it um I have a hard time and, and Braylon and I had this conversation not too long ago and I was just not in a good headspace and I finally found my, my words to articulate how I was feeling. But I, I trust myself to help other people and I trust myself to um, do a good job when it comes to like, you know, working with B and, and, and doing my job, but I don't always trust myself with myself. And I don't know why I don't, but I don't. And um, and I think that disappointing myself was just so scary. Um, and I fought it for a long time. I, I mean, I've had things written for years that I just would put out little snips on Facebook or Instagram, but I always was like impressed by God to like write and put it out there publicly and really just, you know, expose my heart fully and I put it off for a really long time. And it was really on Clubhouse, on your Clubhouse room. Um, where yes. I, I was, yeah, it was brief Clubhouse room on Wednesday mornings when we were all obsessed with Clubhouse. 
And, <laughs> you know, a bunch of uh, amazing, phenomenal women were in that room and they were like, do it. Like I talked about how scared I was and, you know, wanting to start this and, um, and they were all just so encouraging and like, do it. Just don't, don't worry about it. Just put it out there. Put it and, out. I did. And, and, and it's been, um, it's been one of the most rewarding things I've ever done because I've seen um, the messages that I've get, gotten from other mothers and people who are going through similar situations and people who aren't going through exactly what I went through. People who are just like, yo, I needed to hear that. Like and they that can just was, relate, yeah. Yeah, like that, that touched me or like, I've had people DM me and say, I was literally like trying to commit suicide. And that popped up on my feed and that changed my life. You know what I mean? So when you, when, when God trusts you with that type of um, platform, no matter the size, it's just such an honor. And now it doesn't belong to me. It's not mine anymore. This is, this is, it never was mine. It was God's, you know what I mean? Like this is his, yeah, I'm just a vessel and I'm just being used and submitting my yes. And, um, and it's just been so rewarding and it's been healing for me in so many ways, like to, to get those messages and, and to, you know, be able to impact even just one person. That's just been like amazing. So well, I'm super proud of you. I'm proud of you. So proud of her. Been so consistent. Yes. Keep going. You know, you got my full support and I'm, I'm glad that you took that motivation too from the room. Cause honestly, Meg, I feel like we were on that going through the same thing. thing. I'm like, I want to use, I was telling in in the first episode of Pirate Me, I'm like, look, I have this platform on radio and even on social media where I can talk about who baby mama and baby daddy brought what, but, (laughs) um, I, I, I want to talk about things that can impact us or help make our lives better, help us grow yeah. into better people. Yeah. And so it was me fighting the same way you were, then being on Women Winning Together Wednesdays. And just that community, how we all were just like, no, do it and supporting each other. That gave that was so important in that time. I felt like that was very needed. Yeah. Very crazy. Yeah. Higher Being Society, a wellness brand and community, supporting your evolution into the best version of yourself. Shop our one-of-a-kind waist trainer, rib lining making for a comfortable fit and durable enough for your toughest workouts. Please visit my website, thehigherbeingsociety.com. just joining us and don't know what manifestation is the I looked it up in the Google definition is basically um, the idea that one can bring forth something into your life by focusing believing and attracting it that is manifestation so Megan um, you talked about submitting your yes to God's plan and his will over your life when's the last time or what's give us an example of a way you submitted your yes and also manifested something into your life so <clears throat> if you guys don't know, I, I lived in Ohio, I'm from Ohio, lived there my whole life um, and recently moved down to Atlanta, August of last year. So I am not a person that is a very patient person. And, um, and because I'm not patient, God always puts me in opportunities and positions to be patient because I'm so impatient. So um, when we moved down here, uh, you know, I'm like, all right, we sold two houses in Ohio. We had two homes in Ohio. We sold those. 
I'm ready to buy a house here and I'm ready to buy, you know, the house that I want. I want it to be perfect. I wanted to have this aesthetic. I wanted the kitchen to look a certain I mean, I had it all figured out in my head what I wanted to look like. And um, we went through several houses, you know, home searches, you go and you look at all these houses. And there was one home that we saw and I'm like, oh, I love it. It's in the same school district um, that my aunt house was in where we were staying at until we found find a home and you know it was great it was perfect it had all the space whatever um we we put an offer in they accept our offer and then we go through the inspection the inspection was so bad we had to terminate the contract and I was so upset I'm like oh this was going to be like my dream house right um then we find another house and we, you know we keep searching we find another house we get into contract and then the appraisal doesn't come back right. So then we terminate that contract. So at this point, I'm just like, okay, God, like I have three kids, I got two dogs, like we need space, I can't stay in my aunt's house forever. Like, what are you gonna do here? Um, and so last minute, I found this house, I called our realtor and I'm like, hey, can we go look at this house? So we come in the house and it literally looks like the 90s, right? Like this house is, very old looking the carpet and the yellow lighting it was just like bad right and so but it had the space that we needed it had six bedrooms it had the space we needed right it had a, a bar and the basement was all finished and decked out with lights and you know the refrigerators and everything was in the basement and it had you know a stage and it had a movie theater and it was just it was already ready. All we had to do was kind of tweak up some stuff, right? So we put an offer in, they accept our offer. Um, and our plan was to just change the floors on the main level. We were gonna change the floors on the main level and we were gonna paint the kitchen cabinets. That was it. So two days after we signed the mortgage or not the mortgage, the, you know, sign your, your paperwork to, to purchase the home, right? After we signed all of our paperwork, my husband and my uncle come to change out the toilets and on the main level in our half bathroom they went to pull the toilet out and something popped and it was a seal and water went everywhere I mean like a fire hose like it was just coming out nonstop for 20 minutes because we couldn't find where to turn the water off at right um and so I wasn't here when it happened I called my husband for something and I'm like hey and he's like I can't talk the house is flooded I gotta go and I'm like wait what house I'm like not the house we just bought like are you crazy like what so I, I get in the car I run over you know get to the house and there's water everywhere I mean like when I say everywhere all through the main level water is running down to the basement the ceiling tiles in the basement were crashing and falling on the floor. I mean, the walls, I mean, it was just a literal nightmare. Now, mind you, we have been here since August. This, it's now of this year. Right. August of last year was when we, and we've been wanting to get a house, signed for the paperwork, and two days later, floods. So we were- That's part of the manifestation that I had, Lord. Right. I didn't see this coming. I'm like, well, what part is this? Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, what part of the chapter did I must have like missed that part, right? 
So um, there's a there's this place called a team or a company called Surf Pro, and they come out and they dry your house out. And in order to dry the house out, they have to cut, you know, probably two feet up every wall wow. to dry the house out. Right. So I have about 48 fans, one of those, those big fans. I have 48 fans in my house now. It's about midnight at this point. And they're drying the house out. We're in the basement. And the, the guy, the um, project manager says, I would really check your insurance because a lot of times this isn't covered. Mm. Like damage isn't covered. Yeah. Just for them to dry the house out alone, just the drying out part was $70,000, right? Just right. to dry it. Not and that's like, put it back. Not to, not to fix anything. I mean, that's just to dry it. Right. And you know, when, when water gets in your house, that's like a very like damaging thing. Like you have to rip up all this stuff, right? All the floors, everything. So my husband and I are sitting in the basement and we're just like stumped because in my head, I know my husband. And when they ask for extra warranties on anything, that man says no. Like he's not the man that says yes yeah. to the extra coverage and all that stuff, right? Um, so I'm like panicking because I'm like, oh, I know my husband and I know he probably got the bare minimum on everything, right? And so we were laying in bed and obviously we can't sleep because we're just freaked out and we don't know what's going to happen and our agent can't get to us until the morning. And he kept telling me, he kept saying, he said, I know I said yes to everything. I know I said yes to everything. Like I know I said everything that she, she asked that I want covered. I said, yes, I know I did. And I'm like, okay. So the next morning we get a call and our agent is like, you're covered for all of it. Don't worry about it. Every single thing is going to be covered in the house. And so obviously that took off a lot of, a lot of pressure for us, but what God was showing me in that moment was how important your yeses are, how, how important it is to be intentional with your yes. And because my husband submitted the right yes to the right thing, we were able, not only did we, you know, change the floors on the downstairs level, like we said we were, we literally remodeled the entire home and didn't have to come out of pocket for anything. Brand mm -hmm. new bathrooms, brand new floors, brand new. I mean, everything in my house is custom and exactly the way I had it in my head when we moved down here last year. And so for, for me to get this house, and when I first walked into it, I was just like, oh, it's okay. Like, let's just get, cause it has the room that we need and forgot to flip that whole situation and give me exactly the things that I want was just like amazing. And it, it, it speaks to the character of God. He says that he'll do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. I wasn't even thinking or asking for all of this stuff when I came into this house. I was asking for floors and new toilets and maybe some paint on the cabinets. And God said, oh, don't worry, because you submitted your yes, right? And you were intentional about your yes. I'm going to go above and beyond what you thought you were going to get. And I'm going to give you exactly what you wanted and more. And, and that was so evident in my life. And now I get to sit, like right now I'm in my office that I designed myself and I'm looking at my beautiful barn glass door that I wanted and, and I didn't have to come out of pocket for anything. It was all covered and, and God just really, really blessed us. We have a movie theater. My kids have their own room. We have so many like common spaces and, you know, I'm just like so blessed and, and God has just been so good to us. So 
that was that was my manifestation moment this year amen to that and i think like you said having the faith even in the moment like when you submitted your yes like do you trust me even though all of this is going on do you trust that i'm gonna pull you through and that you didn't make the wrong decision by getting this house so that's a testament not looking at everything that you see sometimes you gotta not look at the things that you're physically seeing but you gotta look at the things that god has placed on your heart and and focus on those things and not the the physical things that are happening right now and, and like you said trust him that he's going to work it all out so back um just to give you a little quick story uh something i manifested i feel like the last thing major that i manifested i would say my relationship that i'm in now i'm in a relationship coming up on um when this airs we would have together a year and i remember going through it was right during the middle of the pandemic i was going through a tough time as well i'm in here by myself in the house alone and i really realized how much i needed a partner and how ready i was in my journey to settle down because i had been i ain't gonna lie i had been out here you know living life single you know as women do. i was lori harping it up you know what i'm saying and i was like i wasn't ready but i went through a series of events in my life that i feel like prepared me and got my mindset ready for my partner and um during that that season of like i said the quarantine i just i broke my it was i was actually going through something with my family and i broke down crying and and just praying mm-hmm. to god like i need help i, I not even i needed somebody to come lessen my load but I just felt so lonely having to go through it alone so I'm like God first let me find a comfort in you but help me find my person like I want to go through life with somebody and I prayed for this person this is before I ever met this person I prayed I was praying like God my husband is this this and that he is a man of God he has these qualities and I feel like from me willing that and and like you said speaking it saying, hey, God, I am ready. This is what I want to do with the blessing when you give it to me. This is how I'm going to be faithful over it. I promise to trust you and hear you. And if and if it's not the right man, God, let me know when I'm meeting these men. You know what I'm saying? Show me first that it, it, whether he's walking by you or walking in alignment with the plan that you got for us. So I know that it's him, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I um about, I want to say like maybe like 60 days later, I, I already knew my boyfriend. We knew each other two years before, but that's when we started to date. Like it was, it was crazy. Like we were just friends. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the, the energy dynamic started to shift. And I really feel like that was manifesting, but also having faith in God that he's going to bring the right person at the right time. I love seeing y'all together. I think me and B were talking about this um, the other day. I just, y'all look like y'all have fun together. Like y'all enjoy each other. And I love to see that because it's so important to be friends with the person that you do life with and your partner because that friendship really can carry you through some of um, the challenges that relationships throw at you. And I really enjoy watching y'all together because y'all look like homies. Like, I love like y'all are homies like you can tell y'all really clown each other y'all really fun you know what I mean like it's it's just so like it's very it energizes me I love watching y'all together thank you that's a great compliment I and I would definitely say we were friends two years before we ever got in a relationship so at first it was kind of hard for me to go from the zone to I was because at first I even denounced it I said I always want you in my life so I don't want to date you yeah already knew it was going in bad, but it was like, no, have faith. And I think he did a lot as a man to show up and consistently mm-hmm. show me that our friendship is what matters first too. So like yeah. you said, it helps because it, it helps. Yeah. It helps. And, and it, it's so, it's so, um, it's very magnetic. Like I can, like, you can feel it when you guys are around. It's very, very like, 
it's it's beautiful and it's it's like it's, like I said it energizes me like it makes me excited about love and it makes me excited for you guys so I love it I found this Christian-based blog it was called findingthejoywithin.com check it out y'all want to not saying it's right or wrong but I'm gonna tell y'all what she said the five reasons that manifestation and law of attraction is not godly and I'm gonna tell you all the reasons and then we can say what we think or you know so they said it's not godly not yeah somebody said that's why they were like that's why your book failed because you're worshiping manifesting and not god yeah, no, I don't. I was think like, so. oh my god! Like, like okay. y'all know what God plan was? Like, no, <laughs> like you say, I feel like it, it. It didn't. First of all, it didn't fail. You sold thousands of copies and made a lot of money off that book, so it wouldn't have flopped. It didn't fail. <laughs> and then, secondly, I think that, like you said, you can't say what God is going to use to teach you certain lessons. Yeah. Right. So, right. You can't pick and choose. I'm like whatever you want to call it. If you cannot pick and choose, manifestation to me is having faith and believing. That's literally what it is. Right. So, but, but I want to hear what this blog says. Yeah, according to findingthejoywithin.com, she says the five reasons manifestation and law of attraction is not godly. Number one, it ignores the sovereignty of God. Number two, the manifester then becomes their own god. Number three, it robs you the guilt. I mean, it robs you of the gift of waiting, that patience that Megan was talking about. Number four, God gets zero praise when we get what we want, because we'd be like, oh, I manifested this song. And number five, we will create idols out of the things that we are desiring, that we're trying to manifest. So <laughs> let's talk about- well, At this point, you're making shit up, ma'am. <laughs> none of those got nothing to do with the way I manifest. Do you hear me? Yeah, yeah. has a voice and like, you have a choice whether you give God the glory or not. Like my, my, I believe that every good and perfect thing comes from God. So anything good that it that happens in my life automatically, automatically it goes to God. It, so that really just depends on who you are as a person. If you don't have a relationship with God, then yes, obviously, if you're just believing that you or yourself are manifesting these things, you yourself are producing all these great things in your life, then yes, you yourself will become an idol. But if you are having a conscious thought that every good and perfect thing comes from above then when I when I have my heart first of all the word this is stuff that gets me riled up the word of God says that he will he will give you the desires of your heart right and so a lot, a lot of times we think that we have the desires and then he gives it to us but i have always interpreted it as he will give us he will plant those desires in our heart and i believe he does that because he has a purpose and a plan for our lives and once he places those desires in our hearts then we pursue those desires and accomplish the plan and purpose that he has for our lives right so yeah. if he is placing those desires in my in my life then i believe that when i am wanting wanting these things they're coming from god obviously now there are things that we do want that we probably don't need right of like course. i'm not talking about uh, a, a a louis bag or you know yeah. a trip to dubai i'm not talking about that i'm just saying the things that god really has for you i believe he plants those things in your heart and so when those things manifest then if you are consciously thinking and believing that every good and perfect thing comes from god then automatically you know where it comes from <laughs> yeah yeah, it's like, what's your right. And you said that, like, and I, and I, as watching your journey to be, um, you've always given glory to God, 
Whenever Always. you your milestone. And you said something very important here that I think also combats what she said. Um, in the beginning of the interview, you were like, I don't worship no thing. And I'm like, I'm manifesting this. Like you are right. God and praising God and asking him to will these things into your life. And so literally I- manifestation at, to me is as simple as being positive. That is literally it. Optimist. Having a positive mindset, having positive words come out of your mouth and, and focusing on a goal. Yeah. That's it. It's not a fucking, we're not doing wizardry. <laughs> we're not over here mixing chicken feet in a pot. Right, like, right. It's literally being walking in faith. That yeah. is literally what manifestation is. Walking by faith, not by sight and focusing on the things you desire to fulfill your purpose in life. And those things, um, whether it's like you said, Brie, your relationship, your career, the million dollar journey, the, the me not wanting you, me saying, I want to be, um, in arenas and then, you know, getting a call and saying, okay, you're about to go on tour with Martin Lawrence. I don't think the manifestation gods made that happen. Jesus Christ made that happen. Like God himself made that happen. And once again, I grew up Christian, um, but I'm more spiritual. I'm not super stoic on religion. I know my relationship with God. So I think people, take it with a grain of salt y'all yeah, walk in faith <laughs> like walk in faith be positive you're manifesting okay what were you about to say Megan I was just saying what's your source like I think that's the thing that's important is like what is your source like what do you filter your life through and and for me I filtered my life through God and I and I yep. try my best to filter my life through his word and um and my relationship with him and if whatever you want to call it faith you want to call it manifestation it doesn't matter like if you if my source is god my source is god that's just yeah like i don't i feel like whatever your source is yeah yeah overcomplicate i think i think it's very hard too for for a lot of christians to to explain things in a way that it's practical and it makes sense like if manifestation is the thing that makes sense to them then let that make sense to them if it's yeah then whatever yeah like why yeah. are we trying to get caught up in the semantics of, you know, oh now you're you manifested that and you didn't? It's like what? Yeah, and I think like you said, some of the so just to wrap it up for our audience, so they can actually have actionables and things that like you said make sense that they can take and implement into their daily lives. Uh, and feel free to take this advice. It's advice. We're not telling you what to do with your life. But um, basically from this conversation, you guys are saying, one, always give God the praise. Give him the glory. Give him the credit when you do reach these accomplishments. Try to stay in alignment with him and his plan. Get, uh, Megan mentioned giving him the free, giving him um, will and giving, and giving him yes over your life on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah. On a daily basis. Let your sometimes will be done. You gotta- sometimes it's minute by minute, depending on you know, what you go through. Sometimes it's yeah. like, for me, I've had days where it's like hour by hour. And then B, B said, like staying positive, having those positive thoughts, because those thoughts are the birth and the seed of our actions, of our feelings, of our emotions. So, ha- and our tongue. 
you know, having that same positive and being optimistic, like B said always, and then making sure that we're mindful over our words with our power of our tongue. That's in the Bible, power of the tongue, being, you know, having positive outlook, those things. So how do you think that we can continue to, you guys can both give me your input on this. How do you think we can continue to one, hold ourselves accountable and stay in alignment with God's plan? So we make it easier for ourselves. You know, we talked about the free will, God giving you the free will. How do we continue to be in alignment with his plan? and um, work with him to manifest mm. things that he has for us. I think it's the focus. When you find your purpose, it, your purpose can change. You know, I, I don't have any kids right now. I don't have a husband. When I get married and have kids, my, part of my purpose is going to be to be a wife, to be a mother. Your purpose changes as you grow and stuff. But I had this conversation with Megan. I just did four shows in Washington. Um, we had two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. And Megan said, because I get... I. I don't get discouraged. I get lazy. <laughs> it's not even like I'm in a depression or I'm in a rut. It's like, okay, I accomplished something. I can chill for a month. No, you can't. Like, oh, I just went on tour with Martin Lawrence. I'm about to sleep this week. No, like keep, don't get comfortable. I get comfortable very quick. I go through seasons where three months going hard. The next two months, I'm like, vacay and chips, get naps, nap time. Yeah. So I think the consistency is lacking. And Megan told me, um, Let's get back to your question, Bree. Um, I've dealt with this my whole career, you know, just being consistent. Megan said, you have to remember like that feeling and that why and that purpose, like it's bigger than you. This has nothing to do with you. When those girls are in line crying and you're, you're speaking, I'm finding more of my purpose and my voice on stage. Mm -hmm. See, at first stand up, it was just the basic, okay, the sex jokes, the white people jokes, the stuff, I just need to make them laugh. I'm not even telling my story, right? Now my standup is molding more into who I am and, and that's molding more into my purpose. And I'm starting to see like, this ain't got shit to do with you. Megan said, when you're sleepy, when you're lazy, when you're tired, when you're not going to the gym, you need to focus on the purpose and the purpose and the goal is way bigger than you. It's not about be Simone anymore. It's about all of these people that follow you, all of these people that are coming out to you, all these people that are crying. Just like Megan said on her blog, the people that are like, I was about to commit suicide and I saw your blog. Yeah. This has got shit to do with Megan Brooks. Right. Like it's yeah. the it's how we're using our platform. So I think when people say, "What's your why? What's your why? What you why? What's your why?" You have to go back and remember that. Like yeah, yeah. I'm walking in my purpose because God has placed this on my life. It has nothing to do with me anymore. You yeah. know, and really trying to hone in and focus on that and remove yourself from the flesh. You know outside of the platform and the this and the that and oh this is fun yeah but it's also like you're you're helping people in a certain way that god is using you like you said a vessel so focusing on that yeah what That's about good. you Megan? what are some things that you think we could do to continue to align ourselves with god's plan um i think uh proof of desire is in the pursuit right so like hmm. if you really desire to have um a healthy relationship with God, um, you know, to see and manifest some, some positive things in your life. I think you really have to actively pursue your relationship with God mm. on a daily basis. And it can't be something that's an option. You know what I mean? Like it has to, you, like I got to a point where it was the, it was life or death. It wasn't, this isn't a game at this point. It's literally life or death. And Jesus. I, I spent, there were, there was a time that I wasn't actively pursuing my relationship with God. And I and I got myself in some really bad places. Like I mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, relationships weren't great. You know, my marriage wasn't great. 
And, um, and now that I have made it a, a commitment to actively pursue my relationship with God every day, I've seen that um, I have more peace. You know, not every day is perfect, obviously, but I have more peace. I have more, um, I have more power in, in, in who I am and, and the things that I believe. Um, and I just think that that's important. Like you have to make it a part of your, like it's, it's like blinking. It has to be like breathing, like your relationship with God. I talk to God all the time, all day. Everywhere I am, I'm having a conversation with him. Every, everything that I'm doing, I'm communicating with him in some type of way. And it places me in a position to, to be aware of him, to hear him. So that way, when I am submitting my yes, I know I'm submitting my yes to him and submitting my yes to the things that he wants me to submit it to. Um, but if you're not putting yourself in that position, you'll miss it. And I, that's my biggest fear. You won't know when you're going to hear his voice. You have to know. I don't ever want to miss where he's moving. I don't ever want to miss where he's, what, what he's saying to me. I want to be so, my mother used to tell me, she said, you got to be so aware and in tune with God that if he tells you to turn left, you turn left, like driving, like you got to be that tuned in. Mm. And that's always been like, that's my goal is like, I want to always know where he's moving and what he's saying. I don't ever want to miss an opportunity. I just don't. And I think the biggest thing for me is being obedient. Like you said, when you hear it, you we be hearing it. I, I it's plenty of times I heard God say don't, and I still did because I thought, well, maybe it'll turn out like this, or maybe yeah. you know. But being obedient because every time I am obedient and I listen to Him, I feel like His voice gets louder mm. and clearer. Yeah. So, yep. time, but every time I was disobedient, it made it fainter and harder yeah. to hear. So, you want to know why, Bree? because when He's the, when you hear it closer, it's when he's, the, he's at, he's near, that's where he's near. And when, when you hit, when you're like, oh, it's so far away, it's because he's, you have, right. Every, the Bible says that our steps are ordered, right? So if you are constantly making efforts to take a step <laughs> towards him, the easier you are to hear him, the yeah. clearer his voice becomes. But when you are not making those conscious steps, you're making, you're moving away. Yep. Then you are, you're, you're moving further away it's hard to hear it's hard to see if he's moving it's hard to see if he's waving his hand like go this way or go that it because you so far removed you can't see it you can't hear it but when you're making those conscious efforts to to step closer to him and submit your yes to him yeah then that voice is clearer it's right you're so there. close yep. yeah whole time speak up lord he like <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like i'm not i i'm not moving right. Come talk to me. I've been in the same spot. I'm not moving further away. Yeah. You moving. You're the one moonwalking. Yeah. <laughs> moonwalking. Moonwalking all the way back. No, y'all, this has been amazing. I really want to thank you guys for sharing y'all energy with me today. Y'all expertise, y'all experiences, you know, some of the things that were near and dear to y'all. Thank y'all for having me. I'm going to be here with Higher Being Society. You guys, let them know where they can find you guys, follow you guys, and everything that you have coming up. Yes, I'm on tour. We're doing spot days. Um, I have a lot of uh, different dates coming up. You can check them out on my Instagram, the B Simone. And yeah, just follow me. And don't forget to shop B Simone Beauty because I'm wearing clear baby girl right now with the brown liner. What's the name of the brown liner? Oh, CEO or time will tell. See, I think it's CEO. I'm wearing CEO with the clear diamond lip gloss. So make sure you
Meg, what you got coming up? What you got going on? Um, you guys, and if you want to follow me, you can follow me on. Um, <laughs> um, uh, She's like, if you want to know my pictures. <laughs> nah, you follow her, you gonna get that word. For real. No, I do write really long captions. It's like part of who I, I can't help it. Every time I try to do something small, it never comes out that way. Um, but then obviously follow significant pieces. Um, I promise you, you will not read a blog that won't resonate with you. That's why I call Some it. Significant yep. Because there's a piece of something in every blog that will resonate with you. That's significant for, for your life. And, um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's a, it's an outlet. And I think I've been able to um, give language to a lot of people's hearts and that's been, uh, it's been amazing. So I would love for you guys to follow that. Yeah. Yay. Shout out to y'all. Y'all, I feel like y'all are day ones of the higher being society. You know, y'all was on that. <laughs> gang. This is our gang set. So it's like the H like Houston and then it's a B like blood, but we making it HB higher B. <laughs> <laughs> So um, thank you all for tuning in. If you aren't doing so, make sure you follow Higher Being Society on all social media platforms. Make sure you subscribe to our channel to catch more videos and interviews like this and stay elevated.